0: Was it kindness that drove Aliza Begin to support her husband in, as he put it, Eretz Zurat Mokshim, a mind-strewn land? No, that is not the real meaning of chesed. And Menachem Begin was not referring to his wife Aliza's kindness to him, but rather her loyalty. Welcome to Bible 365, episode 144, Aliza Begin and the Meaning of Chesed. I'm Mayor Soloveitcher. In 1977, Menachem Begin's political party swept into power in what became known as the Mahapach, the upheaval, the reversal of the Israeli political world. Standing at the podium, the once longtime leader of the opposition, now suddenly prime minister, did not celebrate himself, but looked instead to his wife Aliza. Aliza, who had sustained and supported him when he was the most wanted man in British Mandate Palestine, sustained and supported him when he was hated and derided by Israel's labor elite, sustained and supported him. When he had lost election after election. Menachem Begin concluded by dedicating words to her, paraphrasing a prophet Zacharti la nu'urayach. I remember the chesed of your youth. Ahavat klulotayach. Your bridal love. Lechtech acharai b'amidbar That you followed me into the wilderness. be'eretz zurat mokshim. Into a mine strewn land. What was Begin's scriptural source of inspiration? The answer lies in one of the opening pronouncements of Jeremiah, words that capture the legacy of Jewish loyalty throughout the centuries. Jeremiah's first prophecy is read in synagogues as the Haftarah at the beginning of the three-week summer mourning period for the temple, a period that concludes with the ninth of Av. Jeremiah describes the descent of destruction, the ultimate attack of Nebuchadnezzar upon Jerusalem, the ravages of Babylonia yet to come. Chapter 11, verse 14. Then the Lord said unto me, Out of the north an evil shall break forth upon all the inhabitants of the land. For lo, I will call the families of the kingdoms of the north, saith the Lord, and they shall come, and they shall set every one his throne at the entering of the gates of Jerusalem, and against all the walls thereof round about, and against all the cities of Judah. But even as God speaks of what will be called the Churban, the destruction of the temple, the events that will ultimately conclude on the ninth of Av, nevertheless, Jeremiah's words with which we end the Haftarah Emphasize encouragement and love. Chapter 2, verse 2. Go and cry in the ears of Jerusalem, saying, Thus saith the Lord, I remember thee, the kindness of thy youth, the love of thine espousals, when thou wentest after me in the wilderness in a land that was not sown. I have given you here, ladies and gentlemen, the King James translation, which I think has influenced almost every other one. But there are problems here. Jeremiah's reference, of course, is to the journey of Israel from Egypt into the desert. This following of God into the unknown is called chesed ne'urayach the chesed of your youth, as well as ahavat klulotayich, which I think is best rendered your bridal love. God recalls Israel's chesed and love at the moment of the Exodus. But what is chesed? The word is often rendered kindness or loving kindness, but the real meaning, I think, is something a bit different. After all, ladies and gentlemen, in what way did we show the Almighty kindness, by following him into the desert. And was it kindness that drove Aliza Begin to support her husband in, as he put it, Eretz Zurat Mokshim, a mine-strewn land? No, that is not the real meaning of chesed. And Menachem Begin was not referring to his wife Aliza's kindness to him, but rather her loyalty, her standing by him, supporting him when he was hunted by the British, when every day she could not know if she would ever see her husband again. Chesed, I think, means loyalty, loving loyalty, ardent devotion, or as I would render it, loyal love. Thus, as we shall see later in Tanakh, it is Chesed, for the rabbinic sages, that is the central theme of the book of Ruth. In that story, Ruth shows her mother in law, Naomi, loyalty by refusing to forsake her. And Boaz, who Ruth marries, shows loyalty to those who have died by marrying Ruth and perpetuating the family. Hence, the beautiful blessing uttered by Naomi, one of the most exquisite sentences in Scripture. Blessed is the Lord who has not forsaken his chesed, his loyal love from the living and the dead. Jeremiah thus speaks of faith as a form of loving loyalty to God, made manifest first and foremost in Israel leaving Egypt and following God into the wilderness. Jeremiah's words, spoken as part of his prophecy of destruction, thus sheds an interesting light on two Jewish celebrations of divine salvation. The rabbis of the Talmud debate the symbolism of Sukkot, the Feast of Booths, which marks the journey of Israel in the desert, the journey of which Jeremiah speaks. For Rabbi Eliezer, the Sukkah today is meant to remind us of miraculous clouds created by God to shield his people in the wilderness, a manifest sign of providence. But for Rabbi Akiva, the booths recall the real ramshackle structures that Israel created when they traveled. The holiday, in other words, is not only about God's miracles, but about Jewish loyal faith. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs put it this way, Why did God choose the Jewish people? Because they were willing to take a risk because they had the courage to do what Abraham did when he first heard the call of God. Begin a journey, unsure of the obstacles they might encounter on the way with no certainty other than faith itself that they would reach their destination. Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Sachs continues, present us with two completely different views of faith. For Rabbi Eliezer, faith is certainty. For Rabbi Akiva, faith is the courage to live with uncertainty. It is easy to believe in a God who surrounds you with clouds of glory. It is hard to believe in a God who leads you into a wilderness with only his promise to sustain you and a shack in which to live. For 2,000 years, Jews in the diaspora lived in temporary dwellings, without power or protection, exposed to every passing wind of anti-Jewish sentiment. Even in Israel, even today, Jews are exposed to risks no other nation would endure. Yet Jewish life throughout the ages has been full of joy. That is the miracle. End quote. In other words, as Rabbi Sachs argues, Sukkot celebrates the very loving loyalty and faith of which Jeremiah speaks that you followed me into the desert, into an unsown land. The same can be said for the Jewish celebration of the Exodus. As the Bible provides two different names linked to the celebration, the Hebrew word Pesach refers, as we have said, to God's manifest miracles during the plague of the firstborn, protecting Israel from the destroyer. But the other term associated with the Exodus, Chag HaMatzot, the festival of unleavened bread, marks the moment when our ancestors went into the desert without even taking the time to prepare sustenance beforehand. It marks, in other words, our trust in and loyalty to the Almighty. I remember the chesed of your youth that you followed me into the wilderness. We are now able, ladies and gentlemen, to better understand the fact that two very different days in the Jewish calendar are, for Jewish tradition, profoundly linked. It is not a coincidence that the Jewish calendar is set up in such a way that the Feast of Unleavened Bread every year will always occur on the same day of the week as the 9th of Av. For example, if the Seder will be celebrated on Saturday night, then that very same year, Tisha B'Av will be observed starting Saturday night. The link between these two very different days is reflected as well in liturgy. Indeed, Sefaradim actually have an exquisite 9th of Av version of the Manishtana, exclaiming in mourning, Why is this night so different from the night of Passover? Perhaps there is a deep meaning connecting these two days. It is precisely at the ninth of Av moments in our history, precisely when experiencing destruction, when our ancestors summoned the Spirit to forge ahead, to remain loyal to God and His Torah, to ensure our posterity, to journey, as it were, into the wilderness, showing that the faith of our ancestors at the moment of the Exodus remained with them still. The Feast of Matzot and the ninth of Av the day of the Exodus and the destruction of the temple are linked because it was precisely during the periods that we remember on the ninth of Av that the fortitude of the Jewish people celebrated on the feast of Matzah was made manifest again and again. It is this Jewish love and loyalty, exquisitely articulated by Jeremiah, that inspired Begin in his tribute to his wife Aliza, utilizing the prophetic references to God's relationship with Israel and concretizing it in his own life. Eliza Begin passed away when the prime minister was traveling in America leaving him devastated and grief-stricken, immediately exclaiming, Lama Azavtiyota, how could I have left her? Soon after, as Yehuda Avner describes, Begin received a letter of consolation from Jehan Sadat, the widow of Anwar Sadat. She began, Dear Menachem, I imagine your shock and feelings of helplessness when the news was broken to you of Aliza's cruel death. A lifetime of shared hopes and disappointments, of joy and sadness, suddenly smashed in a moment. Surely only those who have suffered in the same way can understand fully what you are feeling now. Let me add my own heartfelt tribute to a grief which nothing will ever truly brush away from your heart. These are times when sympathy is not enough, but please accept the spontaneous overflow of my feelings for a great lady who I grew to love and respect, and please accept the hand of friendship and solidarity in this moment of utter loneliness which you will find difficult to live with. Menachem Begin replied, and in his letter we find why... He so appropriately applied Jeremiah's words to his beloved wife. Dear Jehan, thank you from the heart for your personal message. I will remember it all my life. In your words, I have found real friendship, humanity, and profound compassion. Since we met in other days for all of us, you won our respect and admiration. Aliza and I always talked about you, always remembering the courage and vision of my unforgettable friend Anwar. Aliza and I used to say to each other, but Jehan is a personality in her own right. You proved it, dear friend, to everybody for years, and all those who saw you in pain and suffering bowed their head before your dignity. Now bereavement struck my dear ones and myself. I met Elisa when she was a young girl. Except for a period of separation as a result of my arrest in Russia, we were together for more than 40 years, a lifetime. Her devotion to the cause for which we fought and suffered was limitless. She was prepared for every sacrifice, and in adversity was fearless. In fact, she suffered more than her husband. Worry was her inseparable companion for many years, but she never complained. And in such circumstances, she took care of the children and raised a happy family. Aliza helped many people who needed help. During the last years, we didn't even know the scope of her humanitarian work. Now, more and more details are revealed to us from what people wrote to us or came to tell us during the days of mourning and expressions of sympathy. I know that in this humanitarian work, you had much in common. I know that this good human work deepened the friendship between you and her. She herself told me about your common visits to the suffering and the consolation you brought to them. Great is our loss. I have to accept in humility and even be grateful for the years of happiness we spent together. Thank you for your wonderful letter. We shall continue to share the memory of our dear ones who left us. You and I shall always believe in the good, just cause of peace for which we all made so great endeavors. God bless you, dear friend. Yours wholeheartedly, Menachem. These are the words of a man bereaved whose name nevertheless, means comforter, because he was born soon after the Ninth of Av, soon after the Jewish commemoration of the events with which Jeremiah is so profoundly linked. And if Jeremiah's words that we read in synagogue, appearing to mark the destruction, conclude nevertheless with words of consolation, with beautiful descriptions of Israel's faith and loyal love, these words are justly cited by a prime minister who loved his wife and was so loved in return, and who always, always, embodied his own loyal love for the Judaic past and his faith in its future. This is Mayor Salavatric, looking forward to learning together tomorrow, signing off.